0: Fashion insider friends, what is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better, yes. I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. In figuring out what you need in your summer wardrobe, and I get a lot of questions about specific items that people aren't really sure if they should invest in or not. And I get quite a few questions about basics. That's the number one question I get. Basics and shoes, because people aren't sure exactly how much money to spend. And then they try to spend the least amount of money as possible on clothes because they really don't enjoy shopping. Speaking of not enjoying shopping... Did you happen to listen to last week's episode on how to shop when you hate shopping? If you didn't, why don't you go ahead and march your little ears back to last week's episode, which was episode 150. <laughs> Mazel tov to me. hundred and fifty episodes. Some of y'all have been with us from the beginning and thank you so much for that. If you're a new bestie, welcome, welcome, welcome. Those of you who I hear from each week are so sweet to let me know how you are conquering your fashion goals. Nothing can stand in your way. Look at you go. So proud of all of you. In other fashion news, I was quoted today on the Today Show website under their shop today, using air quotes section, commenting on the best linen pants. Go me. Did you see my Instagram post on the Fashion Crimes podcast Instagram page? Check it out. The link will be in the show notes for your reading pleasure and bragging rights so you can show all of your friends and say that you totally know me and we're best friends. Of course you will. Don't be redonk. Today, we're going to cover that, the best linen pants and the best t-shirt picks and the best flip-flop picks that I think are great for summer. I will have all of the pictures for you on my Pinterest board this week. Very exciting. So hook it up and make sure you tell me which ones are your favorite. Or if you have a fave that I'm not aware of, please DM me and let me know. I know a lot of brands, but I don't know them all. So I need a little help. Don't be holding out on me. I tell you everything. So you got to tell me everything. I even had Mary. Shout out to Mary. She DM'd me this week to tell me about her favorite no-show socks to work out in. She must have listened to the Top Workout Wear episode, which was episode 149 with Jenny Fitstart, my bestie from sixth grade. Did y'all like that episode? Hope you got some amazing suggestions from that. So let me know what you like and if you tried anything new. After the podcast, she emailed me and was like, I need you to order these Ziya leggings. Jenny did. So I'm waiting for those and I will do a video review for you. And P.S. I've never heard of these leggings before, and they are very moderately priced. So stay tuned for my review on that. All righty then, let's talk about linen pants. Let's be honest, I have never owned a pair of linen pants, nor have I ever had the desire to. But damn, have I found some fabulous ones. So many I love. So let's go over that. First off, Let's start out by recognizing that I prefer a linen blend, cotton linen, linen, cotton elastane, rayon linen. Linen, if you aren't familiar, is a natural fiber. Therefore, it's super breathable and will wrinkle the minute you sneeze. However, if you get a linen blend, you will tend to be less wrinkly throughout the day. That's a word I just made up, by the way, wrinkly feel free to steal that if you need to, if you must. Linen has such a high wrinkle factor due to the chemical composition of the cellulose and the natural flax fibers out of which linen is formed. In other words, since it's a natural fiber, there's nothing treated on the fabric to keep it from wrinkling like any other synthetic blend or fabric items that you might have that never wrinkle. Just saying. So keep this in mind when purchasing. Also, when you get a linen blend, it doesn't wrinkle as much. Mill and Moss, shout out to Alex from Mill and Moss. They gifted me a pair of their linen pants. Loved them. Okay. However, did have to size up due to the fact that my ass is from the window to the wall. But with that being said, just know that linen does not stretch unless it has a last stain or something like that in it. So that's why i had to size up. Great product, you could not see through it. It's a great sustainable brand that produces in very slow batches, which is what we love. And other stories, they are a division of H&M. They have amazing balls, high-waisted linen pants that come in several colors, along with Free People that i really love too. Now, that is technically fast fashion and not the norm for me to recommend, but i really wanted to try these because they have A little bit of stretch. So I think it might be great for my body type. I also found linen pants that I loved from Vince, ALC, some super cute blue and striped ones that you guessed it on the Pinterest board this week. In addition to a company called Frank and Eileen, they have a super cute linen jumpsuit. Loving that. Banana Republic. Yes, you heard me right. Banana Republic. Posse, I never heard of them, posse. I found them on Moda of Rondi. If you have more questions about linen pants, you know what? I'm going to say you have to order a few pair, size up, and don't forget to send the ones back that you don't like. They aren't for everyone, but give them a try. If I can wear them, anybody can wear them. You never know. I mean, look at me. You never thought you'd see my ass in some linen pants, but look at me now. So let's go over some style rules for t-shirts. I want to talk about this because this is something that people, I think, don't realize you really get what you pay for. So what is the difference between a t-shirt you get at a big box store and a t-shirt that say that's like $80? Now, I'm the first to tell you that an $80 t-shirt is a lot for a t-shirt, I'm aware. However, if you are a t-shirt person, if this is something that you wear a lot all year round and you know how to style it so it doesn't look like a t-shirt, then you are the one who should spend more. If you never wear t-shirts, like me, I usually don't, I don't need to spend that much. I can spend $40, $55 or less on a t-shirt and it's fine. Here are the categories of t-shirts and just note, this is regardless of sleeve length. Try to figure out which categories you have too much of and where you could stand to get some new ones. Solid colors, vintage tees, and graphic tees, which could be bands or states or cities like geography t-shirts, and slash or college or sports teams. So I know there are more categories, but those are the three that I want to discuss. Okay, let's just say this. Wearing a college or a sports team t-shirt out To be seen in meeting friends for drinks, out to dinner, et cetera, is a fashion crime unless, unless, unless you are going to said sporting event. Okay. Team and college swag belong at sporting events only. This also goes for your kids' teams, dance academies academic or school logos. That's a big one. Clubs, any kind of club, race t-shirts, television shows, or company logos. This is a huge one. Any of that free shit that you might get or swag when you go to an event. Now, if your shirt is in theme with the event you are participating in, That is the only time when this type of t-shirt is acceptable. Or if no one is going to see you and you want to wear it around the house, when I clean out closets, this is one of the first things that I make you pitch. Wearing a shirt with someone else's branding on it, not chic. If it's your branding, if it's your company, fine. If it's someone else's company, it's not chic. I really don't wear any logos. And if I do, it's very rare. I'm not trying to advertise for free on my back, okay? Again, there are many exceptions to this rule, but just a few, okay? When you run a race, this is their example. All you people who run races out there, you get a t-shirt. That's great. When you run 100 races, you have 100 t-shirts. So keep your top five, even your top 10, pitch the rest, donate them. The same goes with sorority and fraternity clothing. or anything else in the world that you belong to and you participate in. If you get together with your sorority people and your fraternity people and you want to wear the swag, great. That's the only time when it's appropriate. Not any other time. It's just not a good look and it's basic. Now, I know this might be confusing, but this brings up our next category, which is vintage t-shirts. If any of these t-shirts I named above are vintage, Then you perhaps, I didn't say always, you perhaps could get a pass. So let me explain. If you find a race t shirt, say from the 1960s, that's cool and that's kitschy. If you go to a vintage or secondhand store, if you've never been in one, you'll get an idea of what's cool by seeing what t shirts are the most expensive, desirable, and what's on trend. If vintage is your jam, then items must be in pristine or very close to it condition. Make sure there are no smells, rips, tears, or stains. Vintage and secondhand shopping is great for collectors and people on a budget. For more on how to shop vintage and secondhand, please go to episode 41 for Thrifting 101. If you would like some style tips for zhuzhing up a t-shirt, Let's try accessorizing. Layered jewelry, accessories, which can be something as simple as a bag or sunglasses, can really spruce up a t shirt. I love a larger statement necklace or even a detachable collar. Those are usually vintage, but obviously you can wear them with anything. And I love that look. That's super cute too. I have a couple. Just know that a t shirt can go under anything a sweater, jacket, blazer, a dress, anything sleeveless, even a jumpsuit. When you create an outfit, you need a blank canvas to start. Then you build around that. And a t-shirt is a great way to build an outfit. Now, I'm certainly not saying to buy the same t-shirt in 12 colors, but you should have an assortment of t-shirts and camis, for that matter, that can go under things. Just for me, I love a tank more than I love a t-shirt. So I have tanks of all different types that I can wear alone or zhuzh it up with some accessories. So for starters, no one, and I mean no one in our age group, should be wearing cheap t-shirts. If this is something that you wear in your wardrobe often, I would not pay less than $45, $50 for a t-shirt. If you wear t-shirts a lot, put your hand behind it. Make sure that you can't see through the fabric. And make sure the seams are finished, no unfinished hems or seams. My favorite way to style a t shirt or tank is really with a maxi skirt, a leather jacket, and lots of jewelry. Some brands that I thought were great to try for t shirts J. Crew, Groceries, Harvest and Mill, Neo Coco, and Kotla, which is an Icelandic brand. I know you know there are hundreds of places for you to buy a t shirt, but These brands that I have suggested, with the exception of course, J. Crew, these are all sustainable, eco conscious small brands that are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes. Just a thought if that's something that interests you in the vintage category for t shirts eBay. You'd be surprised eBay, Poshmark, and any vintage store in your area. But if you live in any major city, that's where you're going to find the biggest selection of vintage t-shirts, especially if you live in New York, duh, LA, Chicago, et cetera. You can also check Generation Cool, which is an awesome store out of Tucson, and a website called oldschooltees.com. This goes without saying, any Goodwill store, any Goodwill in the U.S. will have vintage tees, and you never know what you can find there. There's always things given to Goodwill that are very unusual and sometimes worth the money if you hit them up often enough. So if you're like our lady about town, Nolly, he goes up to all the vintage and secondhand places in New York. He's like, when y'all get your shipment in, what y'all got? He's like, oh, they put shit aside for me. You show your face, you know, enough in there. They'll hold the good stuff for you, okay? You didn't hear it from me. Flip-flops are something that I have grown up with, I have worn since birth, loved, and actually have really evolved in the shoe world. What once was a $2 piece of rubber that you put on your feet has now turned into items that luxury brands can sell for hundreds of dollars. Now, I have two kinds of flip-flops. The ones that are rubber and cheap that I throw into my car when I need to get a pedicure and nice leather ones that I wear in the summer. Brands like Gucci, Hermes, Jimmy Choo, Sophia Webster, Valentino, and Christian Louboutin, they all have flip-flops that, of course, are leather. And hard sole. These Avi, you know, are dressier and worn with real outfits. They're not really for the pool, even though you technically can wear them to the pool. Depending on what you want to spend on a nice pair of flip-flops, I mean, that can range. I mean, I'm talking about designer flip flops only. That ranges from 80 bucks up to 500, sometimes 600, or even more if you want to get like Brunello Cuccinelli in the more economical category, Takis. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Teaks or Tequis, Kate Spade, Reef, Javianas, of course, and the OG Rainbows. Now, I would like to explain, with your permission, the do's and don'ts of flip flops. Please do not, do not, under any circumstances, for any reason, in any time or place on this planet, at this time, in this point of your life, wear flip-flops with arch support. Please hold all of your comments to the end. Please hold, please hold. What I really mean is old lady flip-flops. Okay, I have my reasons. And any flip-flops that are platform, recommended by a podiatrist, or on the Pioneer Woman website is off limits, okay? That's some old lady shit, and it's a fashion crime. Do not, don't do it. Flip-flops are not for arch support, so you can spend several hours on your feet in them. That is not what they're for. If you are spending more than eight hours in a pair of flip-flops, we have some bigger wardrobe issues for you to solve, okay? Sorry, not sorry. They are strictly. To get to the pool or the beach, hang in someone's backyard, run errands, what have you. If you have feet issues and you need arch support in order to wear flip-flops, you should not be wearing flip-flops, okay? Or Crocs or any other shoe cop-out because they're comfortable. I mean, no. I cannot think of a bigger fashion crime (coughs) other than Crocs than fucking orthopedic flip-flops. Girl, no, okay? We've talked about Birkenstocks before, and even though I'm not a fan, they just won't go away. So if you have feet issues, you should totally wear those. Just saying. There are other choices. Please do not let me catch you in platform flip-flops, okay? No, I know they are back in style. I know they're being shown right now because everything from the 90s is back, but we can aim higher. Yes, we can. We're going to aim higher. I want to give a shout out to Kathy this week. Okay, Kathy always hits me up with her fashion questions and I love it. Please keep it up. Helena from Sweden, thank you so much for writing in. What a lovely surprise to hear from you. Please keep in touch with me. And Linda, thank you so much for writing in. And for those of you who have not written to me, excuse me, um, what are you waiting for? Okay. Holly at or DM me on Instagram under Holly Cats Styling or Fashion Crimes Podcast. Also, I need to give you some Pinterest instructions. Okay. So, for those of you who are not familiar with Pinterest or who need a little help, you go to Pinterest.com, please create an account. Okay. And then go to Holly Cats Styling. That is where all the Pinterest boards are. Everything is there. And the link is also in the show notes every single week. So I've had people ask me, ask Amy, our marketing queen, how to get to the Pinterest board. We can't find it. Where is it? What do we do? Pinterest.com, create an account, go under Hallie Styling. The reason why it's under that is because when I style clients virtually, shameless plug, That's what I use. So that's why it's under that account, okay? In other news, I have been nominated for the People's Choice Podcast Awards honoring podcasters since 2005. And I would love for you to vote for me. So if you could, this is a three-step process, but I'm gonna put the directions in the show notes. Go to podcastawards.com. You create an account. Please verify your account. Then you can vote for me for the People's Choice Award and for the Arts category. Now, I know this is a big ask, but they do make this possible. They do this three-step process to make sure the voting is authentic and people don't rig the system so it's not like bots and you can vote like thousands of times a day. You can only vote once. I think you can only vote once, okay? The link is in the show notes. and thank you so much for voting for me for the People's Choice Podcast Award and in the arts categories. that's two different awards. If I don't win, it was an honor just to nominate myself. All righty then. So anywho, thank you so much for listening. Please keep in touch with me and let me know how I'm doing, what you want to hear and how I can help you. God, we are 151 episodes in. That is very exciting to me. I really hope that you share this with somebody you love who needs fashion help. I would love for you to write me in a a review on Apple Podcasts because that pushes me up. So I've asked a lot of you this week, and I've realized that. Don't wear orthopedic flip-flops. Vote for me on Podcast Awards. Go to the Today Show Shop Today section. Look at my article, go to my Instagram, hit me up. I've asked a lot of you this week, I'm aware, but I need you to show up for you because that's what we do because we're fashion besties, okay? This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast and I am the only Holly, your favorite personal stylist and as always the hostess with the mostess. I hope you have a fantastic, fashionable week. I hope you had an amazing July 4th and thank you so much for listening. Y'all, keep it real. I love you so much. Have the best week ever. Bye.